Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, we are here, you're there, together we're going to make this thing happen today. We have got a fantastic discussion for you today. This is my partner here, Rich Barron. I'm Michael Bailey. And uh, Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, and ACT Action and, and Cultural Transformation, uh, what about all that? What makes that happen? What is, makes that possible? Lots of times, Rich, people think because they've started a business or they've got a degree or several degrees or they've got certifications and they've got a whole lot of stuff that they've done and they've gone through, right? Yeah. So they got, they're really good at their jobs. They can be really good at their jobs, or at least it's, you know, indicate that they're, they can be really good at their jobs. And they think because of that, there's this strange kind of mystical entitlement. Now that I can do this, I got this job, this business, I have magically transformed myself into a leader. I mean, not just a leader, a great leader. <laughs> you know, because I got all these tips. <laughs> I got the yeah. degrees. Yep. Not realizing that just because you got those skills over there and you got the documents and all that kind of stuff, that does not uh, set you up or position you to be a leader. No. Not by no. any stretch of the imagination. So let's start there. Let's open that up. Uh, I'll tell you, Michael, I have some certifications myself that I'm very proud of. I have degrees. Uh, I have a certification. Matter of fact, I have one certification. It's actually. Uh, certified healthcare leader certification through Purdue University and uh, IAHCSMM mission. Um, I had to go through quite a bit to get that. I had to get other certifications before that. And so I'm very proud of those certifications, but I can tell you this, I can tell you this, even though they might have leadership and title, which this one did, it gave me a lot of great information on there. But again, it was a self-study course, self-study course. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have anybody really directing me down the right path to, to really apply those principles. Now, certifications are great, but primarily they're meant for one thing, and that is to improve your skills at the job you do improve your your abilities at the job you do and that certification that piece of paper tells people yeah i went through that course i finished that course i got my degree i got uh you know i'm now a journeyman and a plumber 
or I'm now an orthodontist, or I'm now um, something along those lines. That sort office of manager could be just as just a simple a- absolutely. Office, office manager, manager. All, yeah. all the way up to a guy who's got a double a double PhD in some sort of science. Yeah, very impressive. Yes, but that does not position him or her to become the leader of the team. No, it does not. It gives you the ability to do your job better. Hmm. But the one thing that I think the distinguish uh, distinguishing piece of this and the difference is, is there's a difference between you doing your job, being able to do your job, having those skills and talents, which you need to have to do your job and the ability to have the same leadership skills to do another part of your job. We've talked about this before, Michael, the battleground right now with most organizations. I mean, over 70% of the organizations out there, the battleground is for the soft skills, for the people with the soft skills, not the STEM skills. Now there's a STEM. Does that, does that take away from those STEM skills? Absolutely not. They're absolutely critical to, to be in those jobs and to work today. Mm -hmm. But even those companies, over 70% of those companies recognize, regardless of the certifications and things that you might have to show you can do your job, it does not give you the soft skills required to be a leader. There's, and see, I think that's that's the disconnect right there. What are those soft skills? Soft skills have, have been talked down for so long, for so many years. I mean, decades and decades they've been yeah. talked because STEM skills, you know, the science, the technology, the math, and da, 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 all that kind of stuff. And uh, it's probably because we've become so data-driven and it's more like, you know, what are the results and what do you have to do to get that? And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And certainly we don't want to throw that out, you know, the, the baby with the bathwater, right? No, absolutely. That's not. important. But it's it's only a piece. It's, it's really piece. just yeah. a piece of piece, it. Yeah, piece of that puzzle. Yeah. And do you need to have those competencies in the profession you're in? Absolutely. Why do you need to have them? Well, it shows the others around you that you are confident, that you do know what it is that you're doing, that you can create the results or get the things done that your your skills, your your training has given you to do. That's a piece of the pie. But beyond that, there is all this other stuff about what is it you're bringing to what? Be able to create a vision, to bring a team together, to get a, a discussions going, to build relationships, to get able to think outside of the box be able to think with critical thinking, to be able to employ these, all these different leadership skills in a way that not just that not are just there, but are synergistic. That's yep. the key yes. thing. That's what we talk about with our leadership maps. You've got to be able to do these things in a way that are that's synergistic, that work for you, and then engage your team at a level that they can increase their performance working individually, individually, and also working together. Yes. So now we've got the team working together for the purpose, the mission, the objectives of the organization. That sounds simple, but it is a challenge. It is difficult. And if you don't understand what those skills are and how they work within you specifically and how to bring them about in the organization that you're working with, it can be just an old-fashioned kick in the head by a mule. And, and we know that statistically. Yes. 75% of leaders out there are struggling. They're suffering. They're driving themselves crazy. They're driving their employees crazy, the people that they work with. Yes. They're driving them crazy. And it's just because they don't know how it works. And so yeah. they thrash about with the kind of, oh, well, I think I do know. 
Because, why? Because I've got all these certifications. Yes. I've got all these degrees. And, you know, to add to that, Michael, there's a lot of organizations. I mean, I would say that the vast majority of organizations out there tapping these new emerging leaders to be in new supervisory roles, new management roles, simply because they were a great individual employee. They had, they might have, you know, on paper, they've got these degrees. On paper, they've got, you know, the certifications or whatever uh, may have been provided by the organization and whatever they're doing. And so they tap these people to become these managers, supervisors, put them in leadership roles that should have leadership abilities. And what are we seeing happen? We're seeing leadership turnover in all organizations is incredibly high right now. Very Why high. Why do they tap them? Here, here's the question. Let's, let's back because the story they're, they're great, Yeah, they're probably good employees to begin with. They're great employees. And and the re, and that's kind of the hallmark. If they're a great employee, that might indicate that they're invested in the company. Yes, they're invested yes. in the job. They're invested yes. in doing what it is that they do well. However, I think if you step it back one more, they're tapping those people because they're desperate. They're not really sure what it is they're looking for. Right. And they do not have a leadership pipeline. They don't have a leadership. Or very, they don't very even have small. a leadership. How do we do how do we develop leadership? We don't even understand the basic principles of developing leadership. How does that, that actually work? That's because a lot, we talked about this before. It's maybe not even an understanding, but it's an assumption that a title makes you a leader. I'm in this role. I have this this role as whatever it might be, HR or director or whatever it is, therefore I'm a leader. And so therefore, if I if I tap these guys that have been great employees for me, individual contributing employees, they in turn are going to become great great leaders. I think it's a, it's assumption. And it's, in, uh, you know, we talked about this. Title makes you a leader and that's not the case. It does not bestow leadership upon you. Although being in a title, being in that leadership position, you need to have those leadership skills, but it does not naturally bestow those upon you. Absolutely not. It's kind of the strange thing, um, way of looking at things. It's a strange mix-up, maybe the way to say it, is that it's kind of like the gift, the gift of I am your leader yeah. versus the gift of the opportunity to be a leader yes. amongst these group yeah. of people, this team or this organization, this division. And, and, the, and it, when, it, when it's about I'm the gift as the leader, <laughs> it's completely backwards. Whereas if it's the gift you get now to be that leader, but what it is that you're going to really be doing is in many, many ways, you're really going to be serving the people that you are now yes. leading, supervising and that kind of stuff. Very, very different kind of mindset altogether. So here's the deal that we're saying here. Don't get caught up in all that when you've got great education, great cert certifications, great training and all that stuff in what it is that you do. That is a piece of the pie. But another part, part of the pie, which is huge, is training and understanding what leadership actually is, the knowledge, the knowledge base, yes. then the specifics of the principles of how that actually works, then getting you engaged and practicing those principles and those behaviors based upon who you naturally are, your potential, your natural talents as a leader, and engaging in that way that really makes you become authentic in your leadership position. 
Yes. Without all those pieces there, you're going to be, you're just going to be thrashing around in the alligators and in the swamp and just wondering, how did I ever get here? And you're going to probably take it out either on yourself, you're going to take it out on others, or you'll take it out on both just because you don't know and you don't know that you don't know and you don't know what to do. Right. That's where we can come in and help if you get that thing turned around. Absolutely. You know, this reminds you of a conversation we had with a uh, uh, a young gal down uh, at a, at a yeah. kind of a, a festival that we went to that was put on uh, at the Silic- Silicon Slopes here in Utah, in Utah. Okay. And we met this, this young uh, gal there and she started talking to us and we, we introduced ourselves and remember what she said. The best investment I ever made in myself was to get an executive coach. Mm-hmm. Best investment I ever made in myself. And so my, I, I would say this to anybody who's listening, you, you people that want to get in these, these leadership roles, supervisory roles, management roles, you want to run your own business, whatever that is, man, chase your dreams, go for it. Don't stop. Do everything, you know, all, all those certifications you need to do to learn how to do your job. But do not forget and do not assume that it's just the leadership part's going to come naturally. I'm going to tell you, the best investment you can make for yourself, if you're going to, if you're striving or wanting to become, uh, you know, manager, supervisor, director, C-level, whatever that may be is to get a good coach and get some good leadership development skills along with those other certifications. Because when when you get there, you're going to need them all. You're going to need to pull every one of those tricks out of your bag and use them all. But if if, if you reach into that bag and you're missing one of those tricks that you need, say the soft skills, the leadership skills, you're really going to struggle. And they're not tricks. I know what you really mean. You mean skills. Absolutely. Need, yeah. Need yeah, yeah bag of skills, what, you know, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's, yeah. And, and the part about that is, is this too. understand folks, understand this. If you don't have in place and, and it's a hard thing to, to describe, we talk about the core, the core of your leadership. In some ways, what we're really talking about is this combination of being, having the heart of a leader. Yeah. You got to have the heart of a leader. Uh, which brings that kind of that emotional prowess to endure, to persevere, to struggle through difficult times, to see the future, to see how we're going to go through that uh, and how to get the team through that as well. The other part of it is, is having the mind of the leader and that whole intellectual uh, paradigm or those paradigms that uh, we help you with developing in, in terms of understanding you as a leader and what are those practices, those skills that you've got. And, and here's the thing about it. You can have all the, the, the practices, and we take a look at that stuff, and that's where most people look at the practices, that what we call the outside circle. But if you don't have the heart of that, that is not going to last long. If you don't know how to endure, you, you, you've got to be able to have that ability to, to run the marathon, not just get in the race. I, you know, I checked all the boxes. Therefore, I should be able to get into this marathon and do well. Well, yeah, you got the shoes, you got the outfit, you got the look, you registered, you've done a number of things, you've warmed up this morning, but you haven't really warmed up for a long time, but you haven't ever really ran the race to to really run the race. 
And that's where the heart comes in. That's yeah. where you call woodshedding. That's what I call this, you know, ongoing practice of character. Yes. And also the things that you do. You got to have that heart. And that's where most people in leadership positions right now are failing, are floundering, are just falling apart because they never took the time to develop the heart and they never understood the absolute necessity of developing the heart of the leader. Yes. All right. What can they do? How can we help them? Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. Go there and find us. Go there and and. And and talk to us. Learn about learn about who we are too. Tell you about who we are, what we can do to help the people that we've helped as well. M Bailey at intelligentleadershipec.com, R Baron at intelligentleadershipec.com, and uh, let's start that conversation. I got a shout out for somebody. We yeah. just got picked up some people out there in Denmark. Denmark, do you see that? No, yeah, no, no, no I didn't people see in that Denmark. Yet. I think it's kind of toward. I can't. I, I'm not going to say their name. The name before they're from, I just slaughtered, and I'd be embarrassed, and I don't want to do that. But it's kind of on the south end of Denmark, so it's. Uh, thank you. Welcome. Join us. Keep doing yes. that. Welcome. Spread the and, word. Uh, spread the word. Thank you very much. And until then, take care of each other, and we'll see you again next time. All right. All the best. Leaders lead. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide will help to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.